of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry and with me is my co-host Kirsty Logan. Hi. Hello. And today we are talking about the clothes. Sorry, I can't get over the fact that you're in a small green tent over yes. there. I, it's quite sunny today. I have closed the curtains and <laughs> they are now attempting to caress me in a way that I'm finding very uncomfortable. Very unsettling from over here. <laughs> I don't, I'm not into it at all. <laughs> Personal space curtains, really. And it's, it's giving everything a weird tinge. See, this is this is how I'm nice. I let you have the proper chair, and I sit in the curtain hole. I thought you preferred the curtain <laughs> no, hole. I hate the curtain oh, hole. Oh, no. I'm just being nice. We'll swap next okay, time. Okay, then. We can go turn about. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's... Well, actually, yeah. Let's chat. How are you? What are you up to? I'm fine. How are you? Fine. That was fun. Okay, that was over. <laughs> <laughs> we literally see each other, like, every day, so there's not that much to catch up on. I saw you at, like, midnight last night, yeah, I saw and it you. is now 11am, so... Well, that's 12 hours ago. <laughs> not that much catch up to be done. <laughs> Did you sleep well? Uh, yeah. It was fine. Okay, cool. How about you? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> okay. Didn't have those weird dreams. I'm not going to go into it again because is there anything more boring than telling people about your dreams? Mm -hmm. No, there is not. I only told Heather about my dream yesterday because she was in it. That's the only type of dream that anyone cares about is if they're in it. I'm in quite a lot of people's dreams. Is that oh. because I'm particularly annoying? Are you Freddy Krueger? No, I wish. That's your real hang up that you're annoying. My hang up <laughs> is that people secretly want me to go away. And your hang up is that people think you're annoying. No, I am annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh. You only do one thing that annoys me, which is tell people that you haven't got a TV. Oh, whistling. You also find that annoying. Oh, you've only done that once, haven't you? Oh, uh, well, Maybe I don't know. You had quite the reaction it. to it. I fucking hate whistling. <laughs> I hate whistling so much. But I not. I wouldn't think of you as a whistler. Oh. Yeah, well. Well, I'm not now. I almost no. did then, and then I fucking wheeled it right back <sighs> in. Fucking smacking the chops. So, what are we doing? We're doing, we're, we're waffling. We're waffling heavily. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you guys doing? Are you busy? Having a fun day? Are you doing some housework? Are you commuting? What are you doing? Chilling? You're really breaking the fourth wall on this I know. one, aren't you? I'm not expecting any kind of response. <laughs> just asking. Just, sometimes it's okay to just ask the question. It is, yeah. Just raise the point. So, today we're talking about, I've just had a coffee, can you tell? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're doing The Claw. I think a lot of people are excited about this. So... Lots of people, oh, it's by Carmen Adams. I'm going to tell you about Carmen Adams in a minute because who boy? <laughs> Carmen something. Wow, okay. <laughs> have you ever, have I ever said who boy before? <laughs> I don't yeah. think I have, actually. I don't know if you've ever said that no. something is something. Well, I just couldn't think of a good word. <laughs> have you been taken over by, like, an, an American <sighs> man from the 50s? <laughs> too much caffeine. Who oh boy? I'm a cowboy. <laughs> it's the curtain. The curtain's glomming onto me and I'm not into it. Who is it? Who was our friend who sat down with us on Saturday and uh, she has lived in the States and she said, so y'all, that means you all. Yeah. <laughs> it really made me laugh. Bless her. Oh, Sheena, we love you. Sheena, you're great. She's brilliant. Um, so a lot of people said to me that the claw is, they were going to say the shittest, the shittest of all point horrors. No. I'm going to disagree right now. I liked it. it. I disagree heavily with them. I agree too. I mean, I agree with your <laughs> disagreeing. 
I um, hadn't read it. I've no, never heard of it. Have they invented it? Just for us. <gasps> oh my god! It's a it's a massive nationwide gaslight. You you use the word gaslight so much. Do you think I'm overusing it? I think a little bit. Okay. It's a nationwide conspiracy. Yes. Okay. That's definitely not been overused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really liked it. I mean, I've got I've got thoughts. Oh, I'm excited. Can we do the cover? I love this cover. Yeah. I think it's pretty. It's very, um, it's like the exact colour scheme that I would have picked when I was 15 years old for something, which is like a uh, like mid-purple going into like a quite bright pink. Like a cerise pink. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that green again? Another colour that we fucking <laughs> thought was green? Oh, fuck, pink? I hope not. <laughs> I'm sure cerise is pink. Oh, who fucking I'm not knows? sure anymore. Anyway. Um, I'm sure of anything. No, me neither. What, what is the world? <laughs> Who is anything? <laughs> um, and then, as you might imagine, I mean, the the font for the claw is quite bad. But then it's there Chloe, is though. Yeah, that's true. And there is a claw going down. What is that? Metal. Four claws. It's a locker. For yeah, ah, it's a locker. It's okay. It's re- plot relevant. Someone's read the book. Oh, it's oh yeah. Okay, I can see the bit of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're outside a locker, and four claws are scratching through the metal, as and if it says escape. The mark of death. I mean, that's not great. Nah, could okay. be worse. How is a claw a mark of... Anyway, whatever. I do think it's pretty, though. Yeah, I, I like agree. It. Like, the purple-pink colour combination, I'm into it. Yeah, very mid-90s. It is very, yeah. Um, so, I need to tell you, though, about Carmen Adams. I'm actually going to read her author bio in full, because, holy shit. This is... Because I was like, oh, God, I don't think Carmen Adams has done any more point horrors. This is why. She's too busy. Carmen Adams lives with her trained wolves, Pamela, Sharon, and Gladys. By the way, I'm not making this up. It's in the book. In a remote area on the northern coast of California, where she writes, races motorcycles, and practices cliff diving. Okay, so... What babe? I've made a note of this. That is the most obvious fake author no, bio no, I've ever read real. in my entire life. She's a babe. I'm afraid not. She's cliff diving. She's got wolves. As someone who has written several fake author bios for in-house publisher Why'd you ruin my life? Projects. Hair? I'm sorry. You're just gonna you across the bed. Why have we got to spoil things? <laughs> Why have we got to spoil everything? Trained wolves. So who do you think it is then? Do you think it's another point of horror author? I think it I think it's a conglomerate. Although I don't know, it's too good to be a lot of people. Yeah, maybe mm. Maybe it is Carmen Adams, but that is completely invented by her. Because we've already blown out the water that Deathkins is Diane Ho. Yeah. <laughs> That's our theory. And anyone so could be R.L. Stein. Adams. Maybe it is Carmen Adams, but she's just very boring in real life because she just writes books. Or she's really exciting. <laughs> yes, there are the two options available to us. <laughs> to be honest, as writers, I'm going to say that most writers do have quite boring lives mm-hmm. because a good writer I personally think keeps their drama for the page and if you're busy living a big dramatic life I mean you've got to do some stuff because otherwise what are you going to write about but if you're too busy like doing loads and loads of stuff when are you going to write? Yeah I had a really great 20s that was full of weird mad stuff but I hardly read any books and I didn't write hardly anything and it was only when I got into my 30s and now I mainly read books and sit in, sit in a room on my own Yeah yeah, I had like a lot of interpersonal drama in my 20s, which was not necessarily super fun at the time. Although, I mean, I was kind of into it because I'm melodramatic. But yeah, very useful because mm-hmm. then you can draw on it. Content. Yeah. 
So there you go, there's our advice. Fuck about in your 20s, do a bunch of stuff, and then in your 30s, go in a room and write. Yeah. That's it. It's working out for me so far. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, when we're done today, I just want to go home and finish writing. Yeah, right. It's Friday night. Even four years ago, I'm pretty sure I would have been disgusted with myself for that. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't ever want to write, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I want it to be over, not because oh, I'm enjoying the process. But Yeah, no, that definitely spurs me on, like, getting to the... I do this with a workout, because the, the workout that I do has got, like, a timer. It's a video. It's got, like, a timer in the corner, and I'm like, okay, only 40 minutes. Okay, only 30 minutes. Only 20 minutes. And then I'm like that with writing. Mm -hmm. If I just get to the end of this bit, the end of this bit, the end of this bit. And then soon it'll all be over. And then it's done, and you can have a shower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say walk off a cliff, but yeah. <laughs> I could just, walk off a cliff! Yeah, just... I've been reading a lot of point horror. Wow. Okay. Okay. Speaking of point horror, let me tell you about the claw. Please do. So we're, we're in Danube. Danube? That's difficult, isn't it? Da Danon? <laughs> Danube. <laughs> we're in da Danube, Illinois. Kelly Reed and Rachel McFarland are besties. And I'm going to tell you all about them because they both got internships at the zoo. Let me tell you what's different about them and then how they are different from one another. Kelly is tall. She's got long, crimped hair. 90s-tastic. And she's an omnivore. She'll eat anything. Rachel is short. She's got short hair. She's a vegetarian. Um, what they have in common is that they're both very sensible and they like each other a lot. Quote, since before it was cool for white girls and black girls to <gasps> hang out together in their small town. Diversity! Right? I think this is our first non-white like main character in which their ethnicity is not like a part of the story i think it's our first um black character because the only non-white character i can think of was in the mummy but there was a black character in that because was she not mentioned that she looked like an ethiopian queen or oh something? that's true yeah so yeah. but she was a very minor character very minor mm -hmm. and it was all defined by their race yes which absolutely. is awful um, but yeah, this is, I was like, oh my God, I actually literally said that out loud. I was like, huh, non-white people in a point yeah. horror. This is amazing. But I also liked the way that it wasn't like, um, you know, Kelly's this, this, and this, but Rachel's black. Mm. It was like, it was said that Kelly is white and Rachel is black. So it wasn't as if it was like standard and then, and then black. other. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that. Yes. Cause we this, are all a race. There's a lot. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot. We're all a race. We're all a gender and we're all a sexuality. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I'm telling you that, you know. I Just to say. Yes. <laughs> so I like that. There's a quite a lot of, like, interesting non-standard point horror stuff in this book. Mm -hmm. but I like that. Um, I think they come across really well as characters, because I also like this from the book. All their conversations were really just a continuation of the same long talk they had been having all these years. Which I think is lovely. And I think, we, like, we've all got a friend like that. I've got a friend who we've been mates since... Um, we were at school, hi Sarah, and like, I could not see her for a year and I sometimes think, oh god, is it going to be awkward when I see her again and we'll just be awkwardly saying, how are you, fine, how are you? And then it's like, no time's passed whatsoever, as soon as I see her, we just launch into like, waffle. Yeah, I have the same with Ellie. Uh huh. I'd say hi, but I bet she's not listening. Yeah, I don't know if Sarah listens, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I... I, I just assume nobody listens and then I'm surprised it's just me and you, when yeah. people tell us otherwise. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um... I believe, in the language of the kids, um, I stan these two. Nice. Is that correct? I, I'm 35, <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I like them a lot. Okay. Like a lot. 
The whole relationship. Where does that come from, Stan? Fuck, I'm so old. I know, I don't even know. Wait, what? we still think it's 1992, so... I don't know most people. Like, anytime anyone... I know, like, three YouTubers, one of whom is ContraPoints. Yeah. And then, like, I... I <laughs> what was it? I can't remember whether it was a website or on the front of a magazine the other day, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I don't know who any of those people are. I bet they're off Love Island. Some were off Love Island, some weren't. Okay. Because it mentioned Love Island. So I assumed that all those oh. were, and then it had a load of other people, and I was like, well, if they were all Love Island, surely that would be. Well, I read a celebrity magazine in a hospital waiting room the other week, and I think I knew maybe half the people in the magazine. And it's I was worrying. Like, famous meant that people knew who you were. I feel like it's Love Island or everyone's off Game of Thrones. Like, you you will yeah. sometimes mention a Game of Thrones character and I have to go and Google it <laughs> to see who it is. Like, you, you mentioned Carl... Carl Drogo. Oh, uh, many times that I had to go home and have a look and go, oh yeah, I see what she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and did your ovaries go boom? No. And he's not your thing? You, you, I like a more, like... Viking man and you like more like a pretty man I think um I so there's a what's his chops on his motorbike Heath on his motorbike coming oh back. I thought you were going to say that's a fisherman it's not going no it's what's happening what are you doing fuck off go away go away <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about all we're men busy. on motorbikes <laughs> um no I go like away. a <laughs> you're talking to me now <laughs> no. um I don't like enormous dudes Mm. Like I like quite muscly guys, but beyond a point, it's just ridiculous. And I'm like that. I don't like a popping vein muscle. I like no. ooh, right, even Rosie doesn't like that. <laughs> I don't like a sort of popping vein like Arnold Schwarzenegger type. No, but I just like kind of a naturally big. Guy. He's not naturally big. Are you kidding me? That guy who you mentioned? No, I don't think he's naturally. He's big. like. But do you know what I mean? I just like a guy that's like tall and like broad. I don't really mind if he's like more fat than muscle. Really. Yeah. But I just like big guy. Yeah. I do like pretty boys though. I know you do. I know. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I fancied Johnny Depp in the 90s. I Just like everybody else. Yeah, I mean, he was so gorgeous. I know. Before Those fucking cheekbones. I know. <sighs> Why have you got to ruin it by being awful? Why you got to ruin it? Why got to ruin I feel it? like it was so many guys. Why you got to spoil it? I was really glad that they didn't spoil it. No, they didn't. Because here we go. By they, I meant the main characters. The main characters. I pointed out my laptop then. These people can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly and Rachel in the claw. They didn't ruin it. So they go to the orientation session at the zoo and there are six interns. I will introduce you to them in a moment. I really like the setting of the zoo because it's this like crumbling, creepy, like rundown kind of zoo. And in fact, I'll let one of the other interns describe it for you. Quote, that place gives me the whim-whams. Oh no, you've taken my whim-wham line. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's one for later on. Hold up. You have to tell me which bits you want and then you can bagsy them. <laughs> All that moss and those vines and smelly animals pacing around in dark cages. I like that setting. That's creepy. The whimwams. The whimwams. I don't know what that... I've never heard that before. It made me think of... Um, oh, wait. I was going to say a flimflam, which is a dessert. No, it's, I was thinking of a Tim, Tim Tam, Tam from it Australia. Does a flimflam mean like waffle? Yeah. Like if someone's bullshitting you. So what's whimwams then? Well, who knows? <laughs> the wibble wobbles? I don't know. <laughs> the <wibble. laughs> Why is everyone turning to Mr. Wobbles. Blobby? <laughs> Mr. Blobby! I don't like it. Let's use proper words. <laughs> oh my god, I've not heard anyone say the phrase Mr. Blobby for such a long time. I saw a video of him weeks ago. I don't know why. I had such a bizarre conversation with my dentist, like you do, because 
we suddenly were like, do you remember Andy Peters in the mm-hmm. broom cupboard? And then we couldn't remember which puppet he had because he was like, it's Gordon the Gopher. And I was like, no, that's Philip Schofield. Yeah. Andy, did he, he didn't have, have a puppet. He didn't have a puppet. He, uh, oh my God, he had the aardvark. No. Yeah. No, that's, it was like squish and squash or like. You're thinking zig and zag. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, Rosie. Oh, the post is here. <laughs> I am thinking of zig and zag. Yes. Although it came out of my mouth as squish and squash. Squish and squash. What the hell is <laughs> happening know. to everyone? Is there a gas leak? I'm going to look up Andy Peter's aardvark. Because okay. I'm pretty sure he had one. I don't know. I feel like he had a puppet, but... <laughs> it's a puppet. Anyway, but yeah, so that was the conversation with my dentist. Yeah, well, how are you have that while he's got his hands in your mouth? Well, he's pausing. Unusual. Oh, okay. Who, who's pawing at you? Who's pawing? Like, go to a cat. Like the curtains. <laughs> curtains and dentists are just the bane of my life. <laughs> That's a badge right there. Was it an aardvark? No, I think you're making it up. I think the problem here is that I'm on my Wi-Fi again. So it's not working right Yeah, now. Heather's moved in so close to me <laughs> that the laptop tries to connect to her Wi-Fi because she's my stalker. <laughs> if I die, listeners, can we investigate her first? Yes. Yes. How weird is that, that I put Andy Peter's aardvark in and then it says, who is Andy Peter's wife? Who is Andy Peter's wife? I don't know. Have you seen him, by the way? He's I bet not he's not aged, aged no. for 30 years. I think he's a time traveller. Oh, it says wife, spouse, not yet. Oh, oh. that's so cute. What? In fact, I tweeted him to say I thought he was a time traveller and he tweeted back. Oh my God. Yeah, right? From the future. <laughs> Maybe. Or the past. I don't really understand how time travel works. Both at the same time. <laughs> He's 48. What anyway, do we want time travel. When, when do we want it? it? Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was not my joke. I still love okay. something else. Just because you were like, you would never think up something that funny. Well, your Sean Connery joke last night really did me in. So. Uh, excuse me. I had had half a bottle of wine and it was after midnight. So <laughs> can we just clarify? That was hilarious. <laughs> Heather said she was coming around at 10-ish. And I said, that's when Sean Connery plays sports. And I just turned on my heel that is and genius. walked away. <laughs> and everyone in the street who overheard that, you're welcome. <laughs> I was just like, you can have that one. Good night, Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for bed now. <laughs> so let me tell you about all the people that we meet at the zoo. We meet Dr. Hofstadter, who says, he's not really into it. He's like, I think this is going to be the last year that we do this internship because... I'm not entirely confident that it's a good idea to have such inexperienced young people working with animals. I like point. him. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> really good. Why does nobody address this? They give them no training and they're supposed to work with animals who require specialist care. Is it unpaid? Yes. I, I, my bells are ringing. <laughs> what was I going to say there? My, my bells are ringing. One, join a union. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, get paid. There you go. That's it. That's the this And week's don't lesson. bring inexperienced children into work with wild animals. No, don't do that. No, Why just, are they doing it's that? a recipe and for disaster. And they leave them alone with them so many times. They leave them alone with like big cats a lot. They give them the keys. Yeah. To the zoo. What? <laughs> well, it is a decrepit, crumbling, underfunded zoo. I think that's a good setting. Like I'm imagining it like it's always like very shadowy, like everything's under kind of overgrown leaves all the time mm. and you can like you know that smell of like bad zoos like where the animals haven't been cleaned out properly i guess you don't really get that anymore because there's more regulations i don't know if i've been to a zoo i have i've been to like a horrible street zoo in 
um i think it was spain but that was just like on the street when you went by so we didn't really go and that horrified me so much at it probably is the reason that i don't need mm. meat it was it was so awful oh, i remember just crying it was really really horrible i think like Oof. now there's definitely i mean i i'm not really pro or anti-zoo i would need to find out more information to have an opinion on it but mm. i do know there's a, a lot more focus on like conservation now yeah so anyway not in this zoo no obviously not Doc quite the opposite <laughs> he's got a good point i think we also meet one of the other interns, Melissa. And now, she is what Annie Bennett calls Eleven Arif. Now, what Eleven Arif is, is if you've been to Tenerife, they've been to Eleven Arif. I see. So they've got to one-up everything that okay. you say. So that's what Melissa's like. It's like anything that you've done, she's done it abroad. Or if you've done it, she's done it faster. I'm not good doing very well with these examples. No, they're good. I Thanks. get you. Eleven Arif. <laughs> Thanks. Is she also the one that's been, she goes to um, a school called St. Scholastica, which is the name of the publisher of the Point Nine Books. I was like, wow. And also, isn't Scholastica the saint of learning? Oh. So that's just, that's a placeholder name. <laughs> yeah, you've put name there, haven't you? Yeah. Name of school. <laughs> I go to school school. <laughs> I'll St. fix school that school. later. <laughs> yeah, right. We also meet John who is later revealed to have the most stereotypical sex pest bedroom that you could possibly imagine. It's painted black, and on the walls there are swords, chains, an axe, and a spiked mace. That's a dungeon. And martial arts posters. That's a fungeon. It doesn't sound very fun to me. <laughs> I mean, the axe is not fun dungeon. <laughs> I guess a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> a dungeon. No, so then what's a dungeon? Just neutral. It's, <laughs> if it's bad, it's a dungeon. If it's, it's fun, it's a fungeon. It's a room that's been previously used as a fungeon or a dungeon. It's dungeon. Becomes dungeon. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. That took me a minute. I'm that was so good. proud of that one. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Loved it. Tick. What a joke. Oh, well done. Done a joke <laughs> on this podcast. Get a little sticker. <laughs> it's brilliant. That was my favourite joke of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, we also meet Sandy, who is a Latinx woman, and I apologise if I've mispronounced Latinx. I don't know how you say that. Latinx. Yeah. I've heard people say Latinx, but if it's incorrect, I apologise. Please tell me the correct way to say it so I will know for next time. Um, Why is it preferable to uh, Latina or Latino? That's a good point, because we know she's Latina, so I guess I could just say that. Is Latinx... Just to refer to people who I think it means their like gender a, like is a group. Of, so if you don't know someone's gender, or it's like a group of people who are of all different genders. I see. Okay. So because cool. I think traditionally you would say that they were Latino to mean like men and women. Yeah. But obviously then that is not very good. Yeah. I believe. So yeah, you're right. She's Latina. Okay. Um, and Rachel is unimpressed that Melissa Eleven Arif says, "quote It's terrifically enlightened to have a racially balanced mix." <sighs> So I quite like that. Melissa is clearly like a baddie and she's the only one that's called out for like subtle racism. I feel like someone in the editor meeting said that and Carmen's oh, written in. Clever. Mm-hmm. Do you think Carmen is, well, you think she's fake, but do you think she's Latina? I think she might be a person of colour. Oh, because, nice. Because um, I hope she's real. Everyone else who's white who writes this book has failed to put any diversity in that's here. So. And she's just had like one of the coolest characters just like be a black girl and not really commented on it. 
I agree with almost everything these girls say. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of my opinions in here. That is kind of shocking. She is a bit like, you remember some of the other ones that I'm like, you've clearly written a 30-year-old character and then pretended it's a teenager. Yeah. They are a bit like that. Yeah. Like, we like them herself. so much because they don't act like 17-year-olds. Yeah. They act like 32-year-olds. And their opinions are like, this is yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, oh, it I also think bullshit. this is bullshit. You're right. <laughs> we also meet... Griffin. Mm. Griffin. Griffin. Griff. I'm going to call him. I'm imagining him as Puff the Magic Dragon. Griff. Because he's called Griffin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and here's what he looks like. Quote, a smile that showed what looked like two mouthfuls of teeth, which I pictured as like Alien. two rows of teeth, <laughs> like a shark. The xenomorph. Yeah. Like one like comes they, out like of the, the other. Like the rows of teeth just continue the whole mm. way back, back down his throat, which... I think we're meant to think that's sexy, but... To have too many teeth. Or does it just mean he's got like a big smile? Because I'm also imagining, well, if he's got two mouthfuls of teeth, his teeth must be small then. He's got two mouths. He's got like <laughs> a very wide smile, but like tiny teeth, but loads of them. Like, it's mm. such a weird... <laughs> Hot fit. <laughs> such a weird mental image. Like, why would you... Yeah, I was like, that's horrifying. Why have you put it that in horrible. there? Like, oh, why are you making me think that? Trying to be turned on by this guy. When she, like, well, spoiler, when she kisses him later, I was like, no, he's going to eat you. Stop. <laughs> Which teeth are you going to kiss? Which mouth? <laughs> Which teeth? Which teeth? <laughs> so, then, uh, Kelly is very busy flirting with Griffin. Maybe she's just trying to not make him bite her yeah, head off don't or something. Attack me. Um, but Melissa gives her the stink eye. And then Kelly, quote, didn't want to encroach on a, on some other girl's territory so she sort of loses interest in him because she's like well i'm not going to fall out with another girl over him which i was like sensible yeah and she's like stop flirting with me yeah you're embarrassing your girlfriend yeah. and i was like "Ooh." and it turns Hello. out they're actually not a couple but are they no they're I not a couple. It, i think they are are but, they what no i, I can't think remember. i think melissa fancies him i don't okay. think they're a couple though and i think they know each other from school but i don't think they're actually a couple but yeah, that's a good point. She's like, you're being a dick, stop it. And she says that to him. Yeah. She's like, you're embarrassing your girlfriend or you're, you're trying to embarrass your girlfriend. And I was like, ooh, girl, ooh, hello. Yeah. Well, I'll come back to like some of their back and forth later when we get to the sexy sociopath part. Because, nice. uh, yeah, I feel like they do talk like they're not 17. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish every 17-year-old talked like that. I mean, maybe 17-year-olds now talk like that. Because I do feel like teenagers now are like, more woke. more woke and yeah. more sensible than we were. I enjoy that people have tried to turn woke into a bad thing. Oh, fucking hell. It's like when people say social justice warrior as if it's a bad thing. I'm like, social justice, good. Warrior, good. I feel the I same don't way. see how this is an insult. I feel the same way about champagne socialist. <laughs> I want everyone to have champagne. Yeah, That's right. what I believe in. Yeah. Yeah. So how's that a bad thing? <laughs> you can't attack me with what? it. It's true. <laughs> you just go, yeah, I yeah. agree. Give me the champagne Thanks. and Thanks. it to everyone as well. So I quite like that. Um, Kelly seems pretty chill. But the plot thickens. You thought everything was great, despite the stinky zoo. It's not. Because that night, I'm going to do a voice now. Kelly gets a phone call. Quote, a metallic whisper, hoarse and high-pitched. I'm going to do my fucking best to do metallic, hoarse and high-pitched at once. Hoarse the throat, not the animal. Metallic. A metal horse noise. I can't do metallic. Okay, I've got it. I'm ready. <clears throat> okay. This is what the horse, the, the high-pitched horse. 
the camp horse. The metal horse. What does the gay horse eat? Hey. <laughs> Why have you never swallowed heard that joke A cracker, clearly. <laughs> Just sicking oh up God. all these cracker jokes. That's so awful. this is the horse eating the hey. You kind of need to see the hand movement, but um, okay. Are ready? I have no problem. I'm going to poo myself. That is, <laughs> that is the scariest voice we've had thus wait, far. Wait. I have no problem. It is you who has the problem. Do you need the toilet, mate? <laughs> I'm all right. I just went. <laughs> that is, if you come to work at the zoo, my advice is to stay away. Girls can get hurt in zoos. To which I was like, can they though? Why are you? Why are you also like Did you Mary Poppins? Did you? <laughs> like he's got really like posh English. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. I tried my best. <laughs> that was much better than my attempt would have been. I couldn't make it metallic. Yeah, but I'll just bang a drum, a pan, rather. Yes. And that would be quite metallic. Or scrape a pan. We can put you through a tube, through a metal tube. Mm-hmm into the phone we when we recreate this we didn't plan this did we, we? Did. we did not think this through with the various things that we wanted to do okay well, i was just like they're saying it like it's a phrase and she's like girls can get hurt in zoos and I'm like, when was this a trope girls can get hurt in zoos can they also yeah they can i mean Everyone anyone can, can i yeah. suppose but specifically girls yeah i feel like the animals are closest i mean yeah they're within there with a bunch of other animals yeah like we're in between bars, yeah. you know what I mean? That we're in between bars. We're definitely less at risk. <sighs> the worst cure song. Yeah, it was just weird that she just accepted it. Like, I mean, I guess girls can get hurt in zoos. Mm. Like, can they? I mean, factually, it's correct. I mean, it's just so specific. It's like saying brunettes can get hurt at the theatre. Also like, I true. guess they can. <laughs> Maybe but... this is the first in a series of phone calls about general danger for women <laughs> in public spaces. <laughs> It's a weird campaign that girls the government can started, get hurt but... if they don't put their seatbelts on. Yeah. <laughs> girls can get hurt if they take drugs. Girls can get hurt if they don't get their smear test. <laughs> At least that's more biologically appropriate, I suppose. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyone, anyone with a cervix should get a smear test. Yes. Is what we're saying. Not if it's in a jar. I'm not even gonna <laughs> respond to that. <laughs> Ed Gein. You're out. fine. <laughs> oh, I see. Edgine, if you're listening, Please, from beyond the you grave. you do not need a smear test. You don't need one. Please do not go to the doctor and demand a smear test. Yeah. Do not bring your jar and demand it. It'd be weird for a number of reasons. It would be weird. Um, can I put in an opinion here that I like? Uh, so they're talking, it's when they meet all the other interns, and someone says, rich kids think they're so great, when really they just have more clothes and CDs, which is not the same as being great. And someone says, well, right, white, sorry, rich white kids are the worst. And I was like, they look are. at all this truth in yeah. this Point Horror book. Carmen Adams is spitting truth right now. Yeah. Rich people aren't good. Yeah. Necessarily. She's not good at writing a hottie. No. Because Maybe to be she really quite likes... frank, I think Rachel's meant to be the hottie, to be honest. I mean, they're both fit. I mean, yeah. They're both just great. Griffin, I mean, apart not from the crimping. Because but... it's very crimped, isn't it? Is it is very nice. I'm picturing that it's like... Uh, Axel Rose in the 80s. Like oh no, big, don't worry. Would you make like me think big, of big, Axel big. Rose? So how about a lion? A crimped <laughs> lion. Is that better? Yes, actually okay, cool. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Axel Rose wishes he was a crimped lion. Yeah, right. <sighs> anyway, here's how the plot thickens. Uh, Kelly doesn't tell her parents about the phone call. <gasps> oh, no, I can't do it. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> she doesn't tell her parents 
because her older sister, Heather, uh, yeah. What did you do, Heather? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> so, Heather, you ran away yeah, two typical. months ago. How dare you? I never but... ran away. Oh, really? I knew I had a good thing going I where I, I like, was. I think I probably ran away to the end of the street and back again. Yeah. Even when I hated it, I was like, no, I can't afford a bed. It's <laughs> just cold. Yeah. I'm hungry. There's no There's chicken burgers there. <laughs> at the end of the street. <laughs> chicken burgers? <laughs> There's no chicken Kievs. There's no Finder's crispy pancakes. Damn chicken it. burgers, chips and beans was like my dinner for about a year. That sounds amazing. Before I moved on to stir-fried chicken with beans. <laughs> <laughs> what came next? Chicken kebabs and beans? I think it might have been like tortillas. I like that you did... You Whole did, roast you chicken. You did a like squeeze in the air like you had a stress <laughs> ball there. <laughs> When I learned to drive, it was a whole roast chicken from Asda with a bag of um, cherry scones. Oh, mate, that is amazing. <laughs> that is a meal of kings. <laughs> I got hungry. A bag of cherry scones. I was incapable I of getting out of scones. 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 Scones posh where I'm from. Is it? Yeah. Scone is posh. Scone. See, scone is posh where I was from. Yeah. It's almost like there's diversity. Yeah, it's almost like there's not just one way to pronounce a word. Anyway. But yeah, so I've run off to get a, ro- a roast chicken. Have I? In the book? I mean, you're eating a lot of chicken. You've been gone two months. <laughs> it's very Moorish. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. I've been like weightlifting at the same time. That's I'm just the size of, of the rock. There's a lot. Of, well, the scones might balance out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cherries. I love a cherry scone. Oh, God, they were, they were so good. Did you have them toasted with butter? Uh, with butter, yeah, obviously. Yeah. A bit of cream. A few places I've got a scone and I've asked for it to be toasted and they've looked at me like I've lost it. Which what? I think scones should be toasted. They're too claggy well, otherwise. Mm, no, it depends. If it's like a fresh one, you don't need it toasted. If it's from like a bag in a supermarket, you do because it's hideous. Yeah, maybe. It's amazing that I haven't got diabetes. <laughs> when I'm thinking about it. Like, just ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you about this bit because I think this is good. So the reason that she doesn't tell her parents this is about Kelly, quote, she tried to act perfectly the part of the sensible daughter, the well-behaved one. Mm. And so even all, although all this stuff is going on, she can't tell her parents about it because she knows that they're so worried about her sister. Mm. God, Heather. I know. Why I've ruined it. You I'm have ruined it. Yeah. Um, which I thought was quite sad. And like mm. weirdly reminiscent of like, do you remember Fatal Secrets? Yes. Where um, the sister had died and like, she had to sort of act a certain way. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of parents. missing sisters of late, yeah, haven't we? That's true. That's a good band name. Oh, that is a good band missing name. Sisters. Missing sisters. But then, the plot thickens more, because Luther, the panther, who, are we going to picture him <laughs> as Luther Vandross or Idris Elba as Luther? If you say Luther Vandross, I think immediately of a walrus, so it can't be. Why? I don't know. What? The brain's an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so will we picture him as a kind of a panther walrus hybrid? No, that's too tough. But singing Luther Man. You're a writer. <laughs> if you can't imagine that, how the fuck? A panther do you write walrus. Anything? A panthrus. <laughs> a wolfer. <laughs> Why is panthracene sound like a real like era of history? <laughs> it was in the panthracene when the panthers walked the earth. Yeah. And had sex with Walry. How many coffees have you had? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> no, five. <laughs> I was tired. It's really unusual that I'm the more. We got in late. <laughs> it's the curtains. It's the curtains. Curtain. It's making me feel harassed. 
I do feel like we're losing it a little bit. Closed in. I'm what? like leaning at a weird angle as well. I don't know why I'm doing that. Was there a non-walrus option? Just a panther. Okay. Can you I brought up that? walruses. <laughs> I said we could imagine a panther with Lucifer Vandross's face. He, do you not get walrus when you hear that name? No. Yeah, I don't know why I do this. Lisa, it was, it'll be a meme. It'll be some meme that you saw somewhere. <laughs> you said that was such a thing. <laughs> it'll be one of your memes that you know. <laughs> one of those memes that the kids like. It will be on your Instagram discover. <laughs> you filth. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know more about Instagram than you do. I'm so cool with that. So, I still haven't figured out Instagram stories. Yeah, you have. No, not really. How do people put stuff on like? Yeah, I don't know how people do the do zooming in. How do they do that? The, hmm, I don't know. I feel like it's, you have help to have us. a newer phone. Listeners help us. Oh shit, is that what it is? Maybe. Because someone just told me this hack. They were like, this amazing thing in Notepad and you can do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm, not on mine, you can't. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not have. on my fucking 5S, you can't. <laughs> yeah, on my, I know I've got a six now. David's still got a four. Oh. It's limping along. Do you know what? If my four still worked, I would still use it. Yeah, Why I not? smashed mine. Why not? The only problem is your apps stop working. Yeah. Fucking planned obsolescence. Piss off. <laughs> Technology with guests. She says using her Apple phone and laptop. <laughs> I'm a sucker just like everybody else, yeah. okay? I mean, I'm not at, above it. I'm this, an idiot too. Look at this brand new. It's very shiny. Mac. It looks like Batman's laptop. And the fucking keys have started going. Anyway. What? Yeah, just got it. Don't anyway. Started. Okay. Uh, Lisa the panther. <laughs> Can't stop imagining a walrus. No. So the walrus has escaped. Pusa. No, it's a panther. He's escaped. Kelly and Rachel are okay even though they're like there when he escapes. And this was a weird bit. They escape and they're like, oh my God, Luther's escaped. And Kelly hugs Griffin, <laughs> the babe. And he's, here we go, this is a quote from the book. It's scary to think if anything had, he started to say into her ear, but she pressed her fingers against his mouth, which I was like, How fucking you? hell. Just put him in there. I'm married to Annie mm. and I wouldn't, Press my fingers against her mouth to make her stop talking. Stuff them right. Exactly. <laughs> Suck these, Griffin. Yeah. You don't know where these have been. They've been on a panther. <laughs> Suck this I've panther. I've just touched juice. my cat. <laughs> Put this in your mouth. Do you like the taste of pussy? Oh, <laughs> you had to do the full thing. I did, yes. We were doing the euphemism. I know, but I don't like euphemism. But you I were like, just like, I really no. like doing euphemism and then saying the thing well, as well because it's thing. really funny. Here we go. I put my finger in my vagina. <laughs> no, I'll put it in your mouth. Is that better? It is funny okay, that we've cool. gone that far. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was a bit intimate since like they're not a couple or anything. They've not kissed or anything and she's like putting her fingers on his mouth. I sort of like the shut up method of that though. Hey, shh, shh. <laughs> What's, it's that thing I've always wanted to do of when someone's talking and I don't want to hear it go uh, oh, what is it oh can I stop you there and then just leaving yeah, it that's nice isn't it I've always wanted to do that yeah the, the thing I really want to do but I don't because it probably would hurt people's feelings is if they invite me to something I just really want to say oh I would love to but I don't want to yeah oh sorry I just don't want to go just don't want to. I would do that but I really don't want to that sounds horrible yeah or well, I do do this with David go can you um I'm actually quite bored of this conversation. Oh. I've had enough. Can we finish? <laughs> yeah, I have this ongoing argument with Annie that I'm like, it's, I love you and it's not that I don't want to talk to you. I do want to talk to you and I do want to hear about your day and the various conversations that you've had, but I don't need to hear the entire conversation <laughs> like from beginning to end with you doing both the parts. 
I, I love her and I want to listen to her. I just wish it didn't take 20 minutes to tell one story. <laughs> Do you know what? When we had our friends over the other day for like a big like dinner, um, <laughs> Alex, my friend, asked uh, how was the journey getting to Cuba? And I gave him the whole oh, spiel. Mate, the answer is fine or a bit boring. No, no, he was messy. like, he was like, I heard it was really, okay. so he wanted to hear the whole story. And then when I finished, he was like, yeah, actually, yeah, Loris told me all that because he doesn't just give me detail. Like, he'll, he'll give me every detail that someone's told them. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? So I didn't tell you it all again. <laughs> so you had to hear it twice. Oh. Why didn't he stop you? I don't know, Alex. I love you. Aww. You're too polite, Alex. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Don't be so conflict averse. That's true. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Okay. So then it turns out that Sandy, remember Sandy, the Sandy. Latina. <laughs> Baby. Why? <laughs> so anyway, Sandy is missing. Why? Is she missing? <laughs> Are you from Newcastle? You? Yes, that's my secret. Uh, I'm actually going to Newcastle soon to I'm, go and see Kath. Hi, Kath. I'm pretty sure my brother taught my Although I'm oldest saying Newcastle, say, it's Newcastle. Newcastle. They say Newcastle, not Newcastle. I think my brother taught my nephew, nephew to say why I is like one of his first phrases. <laughs> That is cute. Fishy on a dishy is more difficult. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Are we kids saying fishy on a dishy? I'm getting hot. I'm getting warm from laughter. I'm taking this off. <laughs> okay, then you do that. I'm going to tell you about Sandy. Um, she's been seen. See, I do think there's some really creepy settings in this book, right? Because she, Sandy's been seen going into the old abandoned underpass. <laughs> Of course she has. Euphemism. Don't go there. Oh, <laughs> me, not everything is about vaginas. <laughs> not everything. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's, here's what the underpass is like. Quote, full of nooks and crannies and abandoned tool rooms and stuff. Sounds like a vagina to right? me. Right? Really? No tool kidding. rooms? Abandoned tool rooms? You were like, I'm finished with this. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> leave it up there. there. It will just be absorbed by my body. <laughs> That's how it works. Wow. That's osmosis, no? <laughs> did, did you do a higher biology? Um, or A-level it would be, wouldn't it? I got A-star for double science in GCSE. Did not take it any further. I was going to say that GCSE is not A-level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I failed higher biology. Is that... Wait, so, do you do GCSEs here? Uh, yeah, but they're called standard grades. Fuck, that took me a while to remember that. Yeah, they're called standard grades. So does everyone do hires? Or do you stay on to do higher? You stay on to do higher. Ah, uh, okay, so they're A-levels. Well, most people do stay on to do hires. Okay. Yeah, they're A-levels. Yeah. Okay, but it's not standard for you to stay on and do it in England. I don't know. Like, does the school go to 18? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Ah, Okay. Yeah, why wouldn't it? It doesn't in England. School finishes oh, no, you at don't, 16. No, you can leave after your standard grades. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't clarify that very well. But you, most places in England, you go to a different place to do your oh, A-levels. Oh, no, we didn't. I don't think we do that here. Oh, you have a sixth form, but I don't think that's oh, we don't, normal. In Scotland, anyway. They didn't at my school. thrilling for listeners, isn't it? It's great, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Scottish education system is vastly superior, I have to say. Having been schooled in England and Scotland, Scotland's better. Schooled in Scotland. Like, yeah. Someone knocked you around the head. Yep. That's how we do it. <laughs> Fucking Malky. <laughs> There's your A-level. <laughs> Take it. Okay. There we go. 
Um, so they go to the vagina, apparently, in Heather's world. They go to the abandoned vagina. <laughs> and they do find Sandy there. She's been attacked by Luther the walrus. He's not, he's a panther. <laughs> very difficult for a Again, walrus to get on a... Very floppy. Yeah. B- big teeth, though. Big, very big teeth. Tusks. They're not teeth, are they? Tusks. If you've not seen the movie Tusk, now go away and watch it. I haven't. Oh, it it's stayed horrible? with me, mate. It, uh, it's awful. Oh, it's g- in a good way or is a bad it good? Way? It's horrifying. I think you told I me about to... it and it sounded so awful that I made a note. Even though I like horror films, I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I don't, I think it was because it's like something that I would have come up with. So it really affected me. And it, I had to turn it, I had to stop it twice to is go and Kevin like Smith? gather myself. It is Kevin I Smith. I fucking hate Kevin Smith. It's unlike his other movies. Okay. And it's like, it shouldn't be... I don't know. It works. It really got me. I had to turn it off and like go for a little walk around the flat and then come back to it twice. Cause I, and it, yeah. Ooh. Anyway, maybe don't watch it. Okay. Read this instead. Yes. Or we'll just tell I'll you I'll just listen it. to this podcast. Anyway, don't think about that when you're thinking about Luther. He's a panther. We're just confusing the issue now. <laughs> Everyone's picturing a walrus in a vagina and that is incorrect. <laughs> that is not correct. What we are imagining is a panther in, in an a underpass. Yes. That's what we're doing here. Is... The thing in the Jungle Book, what's his name? Bagheera. Is he a panther? No, he's... I'll Google it. I used to fancy him. Yeah, like, I used to fancy Simba. Oh, yeah. Teenage Simba. I didn't fancy Simba. I Obviously, everybody fancied Robin Hood, Fox Robin Hood, but I also did fancy Bagheera. Wait, he's a... What's Black he? Panther. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, there he is. Okay. So there we go. So we can picture Luther as sexy Bagheera. Fwaa. <laughs> just looking at an actual panther's <laughs> face now. cartoon like, panther. No, just a real panther as well. Oh, okay, like, cool. Uh, well, that's I don't want to fuck an actual panther, obviously, and I also don't want to fuck a cartoon panther. But, you know, he's a sexy character. Yeah. He's it's the slinky. personality, and they did him with, like, a slink. And he's funny. Mm. And, like, protective. That's my thing, apparently. The most confusing part for any bisexual... It was in The Lion King when um, they're like playing and he sees Nala because you've already fancied Simba and then oh, yeah. you see that Nala do that sexy come to bed face and you're like, oh, what are these feelings? Oh. They're both lions. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just fancy lions. Yeah, maybe I'm just a furry. I was the same because there's a very similar scene in Robin Hood where Maid Marian like does a sexy face and there's like all flower petals are floating around her and she looks very beautiful. And I remember thinking like, oh, but she also looks nice. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> What's... Who am I? What animals do I want to fuck? <laughs> All of them, I don't know. But only if they're cartoons, <laughs> not the real ones. Anyway, so let me talk about Sandy because Sandy now narrates the story of like how Luther attacked her and what it was like, everything. And she definitely talks like a real human because she said the following. She says the following. The very thing I most wanted to do was run through the tunnel screaming, fleeing this ferocious feline. <laughs> That's how people talk. All right. The bard. <laughs> Calm down. Playing this ferocious feline. It's like an oldie schoolie music. <laughs> you say now. It's ruined. Oldie schoolie. As soon as the words came out, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to this oldie schoolie hip hop. Anyway. Moving swiftly on from that, um, I'm gonna like skim over a lot of plot stuff now because basically a load of other weird stuff happens. Like 
Melissa's locker gets slashed with claws, call back to the cover. Um, Griffin's car seats get slashed with claws. Basically, lots of stuff just gets slashed with claws. And they see is what happens. Dr. Thingy. I'm getting to him. Ah, okay. Dr. Thingy <laughs> will make a reappearance later. Um, they really try to up the stakes. So the, all that's really happening is like stuff's getting slashed with claws and nobody seems that fast. I mean, there was a panther on the... A panther's loose. loose. And like, they don't shut down the zoo or anything. Well, they should shut down the entire time. Like, there yeah. should be a curfew. Like, yeah. that can kill people. I know, And right? will, because yeah. it'll be scared. I know. Yeah, wild. I know, but they don't really do anything. But this is what the book says. It was hard to believe that just a couple of days ago, she, meaning Kelly, was looking forward to an easy, fun summer job, and now she was enmeshed in a hideous web of sinister activity and deadly mystery. <laughs> Which I'm like, so number good. one, nobody's dead. Number two, what sinister activities? Just some slashes, stuff's been slashed. Just a big, just a big they, they really try cat. and convince you that like shit's going down. But this is why I felt weird about this book because like the plot is kind of shit, but everything else around the plot is good. Yeah, like yeah. it's not scary and the story's kind of dumb, but the setting and the characters is pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of campy, but also like the characters are really cool. Yeah, I just wish they were in a better story. I was definitely skipping through, being like, hey, just get some dialogue. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good bit. Yeah. Well, I read all of it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know what yet. <laughs> I've also had an antihistamine. Does that do anything? To you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is one creepy bit, though, despite me saying it's just not scary. So, Kelly's parents have left her alone in the house because they've found this lead about Heather. So they've, And it's sort of implied that Heather's like tied into this mystery, which we'll get to. Um, and then Kelly hears a noise in the basement, and here's what the basement's like. A crumbling space with old beams and dusty brick walls and a large charred patch in the ceiling where there had once been a furnace fire. So she goes down into that horrible... Yeah, your face. What horrible place. <laughs> so she goes down there and she finds out that the window's open. No fucking no. Yeah, get don't away. Get out of there. Run away. Don't go there. No. Don't like that. We agree. If I came home and my front door was open... I just wouldn't go in. Yeah, I'd just set the house on fire. Just... <laughs> I mean, that seems extreme. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would just, I wouldn't go in though. I would like go outside and call the police and say, I think there's someone in my house. I, I reckon I would go in because I'm stupid. I would be worried that if, because if Rosie wasn't there, I'd be like, where's Rosie? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, then. But that's fucking scary. Yeah. That she's awful. home alone. She's got apparently the most horrifying basement that's ever existed. <laughs> and someone might Get have in the death the bunker and see if anyone's there <laughs> and then the windows open it's so horrible so then we're getting to the climax now because there's a weird phone call from rachel but she can't really hear rachel's voice very well mysterious and she says that heather the sister not you i'm not in it i'm oh. here okay cool yep just, just so we clarified what were you when this was out like six or something when does it come out? Uh, 95. I was nine. Oh, there we go. So, but you still went in it. So she says that Heather is at the old creepy ice rink. To which I was like, is everything in this town like creepy. old and creepy it's and a abandoned? It's island, but like a whole city. Yeah, like Why there's the whole town just like full of abandoned places. Although, have you been to the ice rink here? 
No. The one where the hockey team play? No. It's like something from the fucking 60s. Is it? Yeah, the, like the seats are smaller than these seats I'm currently sitting on. This, this is working so well on audio. <laughs> okay, I'm on a seat and they're smaller. I would say I've got like a standard Urkel style dining chair. It's, they're smaller than this. Okay. They, there's so little room, which leads me to think that everyone in the 60s was tiny. They sound they like... They would have been smaller. It's freezing in there. And like, I know it's an ice rink. I spent a lot of time in ice rinks as a kid. They're not always that it's cold. Fun. It's like they've just not bothered to like do anything with it. Yeah, it's we should go. Okay. And they sell stovies. I really thought you were gonna say stones. They sell to stones. like throw to throw at the skaters. <laughs> throw at the teams you don't like. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It's fine. It's, I bought it here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've paid. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Bag of stones. <laughs> Play something out of Bag of stones. <laughs> <laughs> Life of Brian. Get your bag stones. of stones. Bag of stones. <laughs> Throw them all. Throw them all. Get your, what did they say? Camel's nipple chips or something like that. I don't remember that. Okay. Anyway. So, shock horror. It wasn't Rachel on the phone. <gasps> it's... Okay, here's the suspects. Here's who it could be. Number one, John. He's got the sex pest bedroom yep it's all black with weapons on the walls he's also got a poster of a martial artist on his wall who's got a tiger tattoo which they seem to think is really suspicious which is not suspicious no that's quite common in like southeast asian countries yeah as a tattoo yeah anyway they're like (gasps) oh my god the tattoo it must mean he would set a panther free (laughs) okay checks out (laughs) anyway so he's one option um we've got melissa because they go to a party at her house and they comment on the fact that it's a really big, fancy house, but she, her parents, based on their jobs, shouldn't be able to afford that. Mm. So that's suspicious. Number three, there's Dr. Hofstadter, who, are you going to do the scene where he puts on the suit and plays, or did you just want me to mention it? I just want you to mention it, Oh, okay. It, yeah. So there's a scene where Rachel and Kelly break into the zoo at night and they find Dr. Hofstadter wearing a suit playing green sleeves on a flute to the chimps. Fine. Absolutely fine behaviour. Yeah. Well, they don't think it's fine. They think it's it's very suspicious. Yeah. So they're like, I think he's unhinged. It could be him. And the fourth suspect is that it's the actual panther. Obviously. I think it's him. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's Luther Vandross? I do, yeah. The walrus. Yes. Okay. In a panther outfit. So that's what we've got. John, Melissa, Dr. Hofstadter, or an actual panther. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It's Melissa. But it's also the panther because the panther is out. Yeah. But it is Melissa. But Melissa's the one who has been making the claw marks using a, quote, nasty gardening implement, <laughs> which I like to think that the word nasty is attached to gardening rather than implement. So it's, a, it's an implement for nasty gardening. Oh, I need to get a nasty gardening implement this weekend. It's on my to-do list. Right? I'm going to do some nasty nasty gardening. gardening. (laughs) What are you doing this weekend? Well. (laughs) Um, So it turns out the reason she's been doing it is that her parents have, they're the accountants for the zoo. They've been embezzling money from the zoo and she's trying to cover it up. (gasps) Which is quite nice, really, for her parents. I guess. she just It's just because she wants to keep living in her big fancy house. Oh, that's true, yes. Yeah. Um, And also to wrap up another plot point, uh, Heather, the sister, comes home. It turns out she was in a cult. Oh, okay. So, there you go. I want to read that book. Right? I know. And she's like thinner and looks a bit like weird in her eyes. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, where's that novel? Heather, what happened? Yeah, what did happen? What I don't know. I blocked it out. Wow. Mainly. I think wow. we had sex with lions. <laughs> cool. Panthers? 
panthers. Oh, panthers, Pan- right. No, panthers <laughs> is my thing, lions is your thing. Teenage lions is your yeah. thing. <laughs> um, can I say a couple of bits that I like? No. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I think they do women really well in this book, and that's not a euphemism. Like... Both the girls. Oh my god, nobody thought that. <laughs> Get your head out your vagina. I can never. I'm just bent over like a conch shell. Cool. Um, yeah, I really like the I've girls. I've been attacked by curtains and you've got your head literally in your vagina. Podcasting. Yeah, what a one. Um, yeah, I like the girls like a lot. Their interaction is really cool. But also, like, um, Kelly's mum mm. and her relationship is really cool. So she's on the phone with her and her mum says, um, Oh, no, she says, do whatever you need. I'm fine here. Rachel's staying with me anyway, which is a lie. But then her mum says, um, oh, I've always thought Rachel was a 40-year-old woman in a teenager's body. Probably a stricter parent than I am anyway. Doesn't eat, does, uh, lets you eat fewer sweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's nice, isn't it? It's, nice it's like an actual good parent. And then their interactions, like when they're on their mission, they say, um, oh, I'm scared. And the other one says, me too, but we can't afford to be scared. And I was like, that's good, isn't it? Oh. That's kind of like things aren't always going to be easy. They're actual good friends, which is such a relief from that robot's dying bollocks of like girls, girls hate each other, hating each other and competing over basic bitch men. Yeah. And then at the end, one of them says, well, Wonder Woman. And the other says, yes, yeah, Supergirl. Yeah. And she says, we did good today. And I'm like, so oh, cute. this is like the buddy. This is the Marvel buddy movie I want to read. This is the... The Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy book. Yes. I want to write. The movie I want to write. Yeah. Where they're just friends. <laughs> Is that a See, good thing? You sh- quite often I feel like these point horrors, they sort of set up for a sequel and I'm like, thank fuck there's no sequel. But for this one, it would have been nice to I have a sequel. I want to see Kelly and Rachel. I know. What, what are, are they, they doing? To? What are they doing now? But one of them's a lawyer now. Oh, yeah. And the oh other one's God. like environmental campaigner. Something. Or like some kind of victim's advocate. Yeah. Or like AOC. She's like a badass politician. Oh yeah, she could yeah, be AOC. Like, yeah. Maybe it's AOC. <gasps> oh my god. We have uncovered because all a women of colour are the same. <laughs> <laughs> she it's must like be her. The conspiracy that um, John Minnie Ramsey is Katy Perry. Oh, that is just an absolute pop culture nightmare to unpack. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it. Google it. <laughs> okay, so. Have we got any American things? Wait, wait, wait. Can oh. I do my favourite lines? Oh, go on. Yeah. Which I'm trying to turn into a bit. Go on. Um, oh, a bit? Heather's favourite lines. A bit. Paris' okay. favourite lines. Um, wow. You've taken... That was quite something. <laughs> this is my new way of saying things. That was something. Quite something. Mm. Um, you've taken my best line about the whim whams. Yeah, yeah. Second best. I can take whatever I want. This is my episode. Oh. Oh. I thought you were going to say we're in my house. Slay in your lane, Parry. <laughs> no, I don't have a lane. <laughs> um, okay. Slay in your box, Parry. <laughs> I've read this as number two, but I actually think this is the best one. <clears throat> okay. What incompetent fool allowed this travesty of zoological management to happen? <laughs> Good question. Travesty, travesty of, of zoological management. management. That's what I'm going to say next time something goes wrong in my life. What? This is a travesty of zoological management. Any t- next time Rosie's up on the bed. Travesty of zoological, zoological management. management. <laughs> Amazing. Third one. I'm not going to give any context for this. Okay, giant, stupid, boring, white dancing horses it is then. <laughs> also going to use that line. Every time I have to do a thing that I don't want to do. So many adjectives. Giant, stupid, boring, dancing white horses. Are they in the right order? Giant, stupid, boring, white, dancing horses it is then. (laughs) What a great... Wow. Oh, dream. I like that. 
dream. Okay, here's my American thing. Rachel's car is described as having no first gear and part of the floor missing. Do they not have MOTs in America? Um, it because me, that shit's not going to pass it as MOT. It reminded me of living in Panama because that was like all the taxis were like. Have MOTs? Also, I had a car that wouldn't stay in first gear for more than 30 seconds. Again, are there no MOTs in other countries? But you, there's like a year between it. I mean, the fucking MOT. floor of your cars are going to fall out in a year. That may going be... from like fine to unless you pour acid on it, surely. <laughs> have you not been pouring acid in your car? I'm like. What are you supposed to do? Maybe I need to put. We know how the xenomorph in your car. (laughs) (laughs) An injured xenomorph. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that car, and she was like, she. It was hers. She saved up for it. She loves it. I was like, yeah. You're gonna fall onto the road as you're driving. Fine. (laughs) Okay. I'm not dead yet. It's fine. Okay. I need to tell you about this fashion, because holy shit. Please do. Here's what we've got. They go to a party. Griffin is wearing. Just picture this. Remember he's a babe, he's got rows and rows of teeth going all the way down his throat like the monster out of Beetlejuice. He's wearing pleated car keys, which I'm like, what's that mean, pleated? Like, how many pleats? Just one or, like, multiple pleats? Yeah, weird. Like, striped. How old are you? <laughs> Why are you wearing pleated pants? Pleated car keys, a dark denim shirt, a Hawaiian print tie, and white leather basketball shoes. Or whip it out right now, Griffin. Oof. We want a bit painful. Yeah, right. Even better, Kelly is wearing, quote, what she thought was a pretty cool outfit. Long, baggy white shorts, a navy shirt, and a forest green vest. What? What? I think in America, a vest means like a waistcoat, rather than like, we would think of a vest as like an undershirt. Oh, does it mean a tank top? No, I don't think it does mean a tank top. I think a tank top is a tank top in America, and I think a vest is like a waistcoat. And a waistcoat is a tank top? I don't think they have the term waistcoat. Okay. Ah. Or maybe that means like a formal waistcoat. Oh, yeah, waistcoat is quite a British thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, do you remember isn't like in the 90s, suit? people would wear like a like an open waistcoat, oh, but yeah. like a casual waistcoat. Yeah, it was you know? so me. I'm sure that Americans call them vests. Okay. This is another episode of Kirstie and Heather know fuck all about non-British culture. <laughs> Please, tell us. I'm just imagining, like, do you remember Clarissa Explains It All? Yeah. You wear, like, a vest. Yes. And a shirt. Exactly. Oh, so like a, like, like a baggy shirt, like that. Okay. Yeah. With I long white shorts. Long baggy white shorts. Yeah, skinny like jeans. Basketball and that would be kind of passable. But no, that's not No, that's not it. Anyway. Um, I mean, stupid names. Griffin's not great. That's not that bad. Okay. Instead of queer subtext, I'm doing feminist subtext Ooh. for this one. Because at one point, Kelly tells Rachel to be nice to John. Quote, remember John's the sex pest bedroom guy? Yes. Quote, as soon as she'd said it, she couldn't think exactly why they should be nice, since John wasn't really nice about anything or to anyone. <gasps> Which I was like, well, that's interesting about this mm. thing that women have to always be nice to everybody. I think this and is she's very like, feministy. Why do I have to be nice? Yeah. If he's not nice to me, why do I have to be nice to him? Yes. Which I was like, good point. I like that a lot. Good actual point. I like who you're revealing your boob to me right now. Sorry, I was just trying to pull that away like from you. Pulling your breast down and be like, look at my bra. I've got a thing on underneath, yeah. <laughs> just making sure it's not, um, yeah. I also have a bit of actual queer subtext. Oh, yeah. Just this line. I'm reaching, but you know. Kelly immediately pegged this girl as a big time liar. I fucking love the word <laughs> pegged. It's just really funny. <laughs> okay. Is that Melissa? 
Um, yeah. Oh, bit of subtext mm-hmm. going on there. Although, if you tell Melissa that you've pegged someone, she's eleven a reef, so she's pegged fifty people. <laughs> yeah. All at once. All at once. Somehow. Yeah. I yeah. Anyway. I am the peg. There's <laughs> <laughs> a badge. So, do we have a too stupid to live heroin? No, they're both very smart. Yeah. She's Although they do go sensible. dicking around in a zoo at I night with all the. Yeah. D- d- but they're trying like... to get their Nancy Drew on. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a reason for it. One thing I really like, I haven't mentioned this. The guy who's like in charge of the cat, the big cats, because he's like a red herring. It's called Loris Lond- Londis. Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie. Lonnie. I didn't even bother mentioning him. But at one point, she sees she goes for a run and she sees him in the woods and he like beckons to her. And it goes, quote, yeah, right, buddy, she thought. Like, I'm about to go over and visit some strange man in the middle of the woods on a dark, deserted stretch of road. Maybe I'll take some candy from you while I'm at it. Which I was <laughs> nice. Like, nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it as well. Okay. Sexy so I wish I was these girls. I know, right? That's so great. Not even just when I was a teenager, but like now. Now, yeah. Um, okay. Often we have a sexy sociopath bad boy. I actually think Griffin is okay. And I've got some quotes. At one point, Kelly thinks, how dare he try to tell her what to do, even if it did did come out of protectiveness and caring. If he was going to be close to her, he would have to let her make her own decisions. He would have to respect her as an equal. If he couldn't, then that great smile didn't amount to enough. Ooh, get that on a t-shirt. So she's like, respect me or fuck off. Yeah, pretty boy. Which I quite liked. And also, he kind of says a similar thing in response. Like, towards the end, he says... I was just so scared for you, and I came off like some macho creep. I was just reverting to type, mm. and it's not even my type. Ooh. Right? Good. I mean, for 1995, at a point horror. Pretty woke. I think this is like dream date level of like, it's conscious of male-female dynamics. I think it's more know? good than yeah. dream date. More gooder. More gooder. More gooder. <laughs> <laughs> You're loving this season. I I mean, the plot is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I gave it... Oh, I won't say. Yet. Okay, we'll get there. Um, death toll is zero. No one dies. Yeah, because there's a bit where, like, they say... They do um, make, take pains to clarify this. Yeah, which is hilarious. Like, he says... Uh, where is it? Officials here don't want to kill, kill the leopard if they can avoid it at all. I'm like, are you kidding me? They would have dropped that cat in, like, a yeah. minute. Like, it's out. It will kill people. Like, the, when the baby fell in the enclosure of what was it a gorilla and they shot the gorilla oh yeah yeah i mean that's horrible it's and horrible you shouldn't, but, on all counts yeah but yeah. imagine if everyone was stood there and that gorilla just ripped apart that baby I know. like there's kind of what do you do just wait obviously it should have been that it just couldn't have happened in the first place yeah there's no accounting for people being idiots or making mistakes yeah, yeah. but yeah that's just sad yeah anyway uh is it good though because <laughs> i think it's not scary no but it's sort of refreshingly different for a point it, horror. It is. I liked all the surrounding material. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the core of the plot was rubbish. Yeah. Although the setup was good. They just like didn't... the settings. Like the creepy zoo is really good and like the underpass is good and like the creepy basement is good. They just doesn't really make use of them. Yeah, and like Melissa, it being Melissa was kind of a letdown. Yeah. Um but yeah. she's not very threatening. The process of reading it was so enjoyable because of everything else. Yeah. I think I gave it a four. There's a lesson to take away from this. You can get away with having quite a weak plot if your characters are really good. Yeah. Because then people just want to spend time with the characters. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think I gave it a four. Yeah. I would I would agree, a four. <laughs> um, is it good, bad, though? 
I really. know. It's not There's some like silly fun bits, like stupid bits of dialogue and like weird imagery. But like, like it's the, not like trashy bad. Yeah, the weird bits don't really get taken far enough to be interesting. No, I'm gonna give it two. Yeah, I was thinking two. We've no, got two good at compromise. Wait, maybe I'll give it a one just to be no stick it. Yeah, don't be a dick. I'm gonna be a dick just for the sake of being a dick. But that's the best reason to be a dick. Is it though? No, it's not. Okay, it's not. So next week, if you're doing a read along with Teenage Scream, get your paws, your panther Ooh. paws, right? Get your claws into nice. Congratulations yes. myself there. <laughs> Oh, good. Well done, Kirsty. Nice one, Kirsty. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> you did a joke there. <laughs> did a good joke. <laughs> um, is Mother's Helper by A. Bates. By A. Bates. By A. Bates. Oh my right. God. She's a real person, though. Yeah. I know. God, thanks. Orlean Bates. Um, Kirsty, where can people get us? They can get us on. They can get us in the fish van. <laughs> They come to the door. They can come in their fish van, come to the door. Bring your fish. <laughs> they can rev their motorcycles outside our <laughs> windows. They can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. Um, and if you want to keep us going and support the podcast. Bodca- the podcast. <laughs> well, we are doing the body quite soon. That's how you can seduce people. I have a podcast. You can see my podcast oh no that, that was bad? that no, was agonizing bad. sorry um <laughs> even even as i was pausing i could see your face be like don't do it she's going there she's going there um a podcast would be a good name for a like doctor's podcast wouldn't it oh yeah the podcast um i bet you that exists already so if you want to if you would buy us like a coffee for maybe i shouldn't this... have i'll have a decaf okay you'll have a decaf <laughs> i shouldn't have any more <laughs> in order to thank us for all this podcast you can kind all of this, all this podcast all this podcast you can do so by going to patreon and uh patreon.com slash teenage screen podcast um and if you sign up for a meatloaf <laughs> level <laughs> what did i name it meatloaf <laughs> Um, then you get a super cool pin badge and you get a bonus episode every month where we talk about stuff. We're going to be talking about the R.L. Stein graphic novel oh, yes. next time because it's going to be great. Um, Which is donated to us by Rhett Reed Podcast. Yes. Thanks, Hi, guys. guys. You're brilliant. fantastic. Um, thank you to Anna. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about it. But um, if, don't, if you don't want to, if you haven't got the money, fine. Fine. You can just review us and tell people about us and... Um, think nice or thoughts. you can just do nothing you we're do not going to come after yeah. you to be honest yeah so. we're going to do what you want it, so. you do you boo <laughs> you do you <laughs> until next week yeah <laughs> bye